Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello, uh, welcome to the inaugural episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Clay, and with me co-hosting is far away from me. His name is Nick. Nick, say hello to everybody listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. So this is the inaugural episode of this fantastic new golf podcast, and I think it's only only uh makes sense to kind of introduce ourselves uh get get you to know where we're all coming from what makes us qualified or unqualified to do this sort of thing so uh i think i'll start first you know get the bad out of the way we'll see we'll save the best for last year and uh yeah so i am one of your just normal mid-handicap golf players nothing special didn't compete growing up but i you know i Grew up watching Tiger, so that's pretty unique. I don't think anyone else has done that. That's pretty much how I got into the game. And just been a fan of the game ever since. Played it every year pretty much growing up, but not really competitively, just a couple rounds each year. And ever since, I've kind of gotten more into it as I've grown. So that's me. Nothing special, but I think uh, we got the other guy on the line that can make it seem a little bit better. Well, thanks, Clay. Uh, I mean, I think it's all about just having fun. That's what the great game of golf is, is brings people together of all abilities. And, you know, thanks to the handicap system, we can all compete against each other. But, you know, the most important part is just, you know, a love for the game, love for playing with, you know, good people, good courses. Uh, it, it brings us all together. It's kind of why we're here and why we started it. I mean, I appreciate you reaching out and initiating this conversation. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I did grow up playing a lot of golf. Um, yeah, my dad had us playing when we were as little as like three years old, taking us to the driving range. But uh, grew up outside of Madison playing hockey. But the, and then when we moved to Colorado, um, there when I was like ten years old, you know, hockey's not as big, so I just ended up playing a lot of golf. Um, played all through high school. Played uh, in the NCAA for the University of Colorado at Colorado Springs for four years, Division two under scholarship. Uh, made the All American team a couple times. Uh, moved out to Wisconsin to marry my beautiful wife, um, you know, about 10, 12 years ago. Um, just been playing consistently ever since, trying to improve my game. Coached the Wasta West High School team uh, for a while, or helped coach. Um, try to help out my fellow golfers whenever I can, giving them swim, swing tips and thoughts and just sharing ways to get better. I mean, it's just kind of been one consistent thing with me is I'm always trying to get better um, little by little. You know, I do play to win because I enjoy it, but I'm also always trying to get better every single round, um, just to an extent. Obviously, you don't. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about sportsmanship, keeping it in perspective. Don't want to take yourself too serious or, or miss out on the good times. You know, because you're being overly competitive. But uh, you know, I think I try to find that balance and fall on the good side most times. Um, yeah, I guess that's from a high level, kind of where I what brings me here. So I, I think the the main takeaway is this is a pretty well-rounded podcast we got here. We got a guy who knows quite a bit about golf. Uh, both guys like to have fun. Um, so we get to see or we get to share kind of multiple perspectives on not only this great game, but just experiences as well. So I think that's the big thing. Um, but yeah. It's going to be uh, fun to get back to golf whenever we do get back to golf. It's been a quite a ride here as of late. I don't know what you've been doing up there, up in uh, up in Wausau there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just doing anything you can to get around get around the game was what you know they're playing replaying uh, old tournaments on the Golf Channel, but um, been working on you know the physical part of it here. I mean, luckily. My beautiful wife would let me put a driving range in the garage that I've pretty consistently, I had it growing up, um, 
in high, in high school, I think my dad and I built a little like, you know, kind of makeshift. You, 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 it does make sense to buy a little high-end netting but yeah so it's just nothing special it's not like these high-end virtual reality things and then so but I've, I've had one out here and then it kind of it allows you this time in March and then kind of up through Christmas that you can actually get in some swings so that's been keeping at least getting loose trying to get the rust off uh, it's a big thing that I've been trying to do besides just you know indoor putting and other random stuff what yeah. about you I mean that's yeah that's pretty normal I mean same here I, I'm not too much farther south so i mean we we live in a you know the midwest where we don't get to really golf year round and we don't have the weather to um Not outdoors right so so for us i mean there's not really too much of a change i mean we were kind of starting to get back into the swing of things right you know kind of like i would say late february early march a lot of people around here kind of start getting back into it start hitting you know simulators or whatever to get their golf uh swing a little uh less rusty right yeah aren't aren't some courses down by you open though yeah they i mean they just opened um you know maybe a week or two ago so it's not like it's been going on like basically right when they opened this whole pandemic kind of hit so really hasn't (laughs) really helped down here all that much yeah no i kept i've been eyeing the weather i mean yeah as it hovers around 40 and 50 just trying to see this would be the exact time of the week or time of year that i would be heading down to madison to look to play somewhere yeah but unfortunately they've they said yeah which i don't agree with shutting down the courses i think there's other ways i mean people it's kind of one thing you can have social distancing and just figure out ways to clean the carts and you know not have people pull the flag sticks out things like that i mean i would be i mean screw carts just make it just walking you know yeah but i mean there's a lot of i think there's a lot of questions um i agree with you in terms of i don't don't think courses really need to shut down but i think there's just a whole lot of questions right now in terms of um government responses and everything we're kind of in uncharted territory so i mean things are changing pretty fluidly i mean what illinois kind of they close their courses then they reopen them and now they close them again like just nobody really knows exactly what to do we're just all kind of trying our best so it is frustrating but um i think the best thing we can do is really just to kind of you know keep our heads up right and uh try and just float day by day by day by day (laughs) so so for all of you who do um, live in warmer weather or where you can golf year round. Welcome to our world, I guess, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> so we're jealous for four or five months of the year. Yeah, I mean that that just makes for good vacations, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, we had to change our plans. I was going to head to Florida, I think, um, in the beginning of March, but uh, you know, other actually that was not because of the virus. That was just. Uh, other considerations uh, that we had to make but uh yeah this is when we this time of year is kind of when it's fun to drive somewhere south or fly or whatever sure for sure so i think um i mean this is the time of year also that a lot of people like to share kind of what they're going to be gaming this year whenever this year actually starts so i think we'll we'll let you go first uh what's what's in your bag nick um, right now, I actually just picked up a Callaway Flash. Is kind of one thing I'm excited about. The new the Epic Flash, the, the new old Callaway oh, driver. The yeah, new old, Mavericks, the new one. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, the new old. Um, yeah, my buddy had used it for a year, and that's kind of my style is to buy the one year old stuff, unless I can save up enough gift certificates to or like what you know. I always want to earn my equipment um, with tournaments and stuff. The um, but the flash is what I'm excited about. And then I actually have two shafts that I'm looking, um, cause I'm always right between the stiff and the extra stiff, you know, the extra stiff, you a little bit straighter, but you lose a couple yards. And so maybe it'll depend on the course I'm playing, but yeah, I got like the hazardous smoke 6.5 and then the 6.0 in that. Um, yeah. And I only just stopped to, I stopped at rib, uh, one of the local rib mountain golf course driving ranges to, hit some balls maybe it was illegally after the course is closed the other day because i could because i couldn't handle it but yeah i brought some scrapper balls and just bombed them away um just to get a feel for it um 
but the numbers on a flight simulator were all good. So I've been kind of wanting to try that Epic Flash. Yes, exactly. And then I'm currently playing M- Mizuno MP59 irons, some SM5 Titleist Vokey wedges. Ooh. Um, yeah. It's been a couple years, so I'm going I'm to try to upgrade some wedges this year. Heard the SM7s are now on sale. Oh, there you go. Uh, so I'll try to usually I try to upgrade every year or two on the wedges. Um, and then what am, I mean, putter putters, as I'm sure you'll find out, I'm all over the map. I think I have <laughs> you have like 20, right? <laughs> uh, 33. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's uh, it's a habit. It's an addiction. <laughs> I mean, I don't buy everything I see. I try to make careful thoughtful and i've accumulated them over 30 years so it's been a long process of like you know winning them or with gift certificates again and the um but yeah my wife is doesn't it's not her favorite habit of mine but yes that's my collection some people collect stamps i collect putters (laughs) Uh, and so right now i think i have five sitting you know right by my downstairs little putting area that I'm actively using, my, but I think my what I'm going to really try this year. I just picked up a Betnardi arm lock, so it's kind of like uh-huh. a Coocher, Coocher, um, who is it? Webb Simpson. I think, I think. Yeah, him. I think uh, Bryson does it. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember if Adam Scott does it. He was, and that he just switches so often. Exactly. So like you, you went from the chest or the belly to <laughs> yep. to. Uh, just the normal putter, then to the arm lock, to the normal. I like. I mean, yeah, you know, there's something going on there. I mean, he's, he's never been a good putter, really. So yeah, he's just he's trying. Such a good ball striker. He's just a world class ball striker. So he just he's gonna have so many putts at it. But yeah, I mean, but unfortunately, I can't say. I can see. I know what he's going through because you know sometimes when those short putts don't fall, it's kind of, you know, that's the whole thing is you got to make your short putts and. You know, the more you can make from five to ten feet, obviously, you know, you're just hoping that the twenty and thirty footers fall from time to time. But um, you don't want to be missing the three and the four and the five footers; those are always frustrating. But and and for us, it's even harder because we're playing on greens that aren't as smooth. So you got to even be more precise. You know, greens for us are harder than the pro greens. Those guys play on perfect surfaces for the most part every week in and week out. But that's uh, yeah, the arm lock is where I, w- I was wanting to give it a give it a, a go because that's kind of just you know I just like trying out different stuff. I mean, you know, try if things go south. I mean, sometimes that's all you need is just to pull out a new putter, get a new you know practice with it, get the feel of it. But then ultimately, just it can give you some initial confidence. But the downside is then sometimes I feel like I'm switching every week <laughs> or or every round. Or it's all about yeah. confidence, right? Always. Confidence and timing is the key to life, in my humble opinion. I think many, many share that same opinion. Uh, for me, uh, I'm certainly not one who has that many putters. <laughs> my, <laughs> my choices are very straightforward. Can't say I've met too many who have more, have, have beat me there. Yeah, I, uh, my, my choices are pretty straightforward. I don't, I don't have that dilemma of choosing... <laughs> a putter or whatever to figure out my game. I just gotta, you know. It's for me. It's more the I mean, Indian rather than the arrow. So, uh, so I'm just trying. Yeah, but to I do can't. It. I can't change the Indian. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can change the bow. It's a lot easier to change. Yeah. For me. I mean, I keep five in my trunk at any point in time. Um. And but, then usually at least two in my bag. Yeah. So, so yeah. For me. Um, I, you know, I've heard a lot of good things uh, from people who have the Epic Flash, um, so that's okay. uh, that's pretty exciting for you. Um, I I do not have that in my bag. I have I still have uh, the TaylorMade Arrow Burner from way back when, um, but that's mostly because I really haven't hit my driver a whole lot as of lately. Um, I just haven't been confident with it. So like for me off the tee, and I and the courses I play like don't really need a driver, you know, uh, most of yeah. the municipal courses and everything. So like I'm a three wood guy off the tee. I'm like a Henrik Stenson without the length, oh, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're sneaky short. <laughs> yeah, sneaky short. That's me. Um, so like 
So for me, basically everything else down the bag is all Adams Clubs, uh, you know, a defunct brand. <laughs> um, huh. I have three wood and hybrid or three hybrid that are both uh, Adams Super S. Um, and then my irons are four through pitching wedge in uh, the Adams XTD irons. And then, and I have stiff shafts in, in my woods. And then uh, Adams Tom Watson tour grind or players grind, sorry, uh, wedges. And those are getting old. I should probably upgrade those or, or get some, some ones with some fresher grooves. But other than that, um yeah it, it can help i have it. there's actually a regrooving tool that you can get an extra season or two out of uh your wedges um it just kind of looks like a screwdriver except that the tip on it is like carbide and it has these little like you can do a square or a half moon or like a pyramid and then you just really it really takes a lot of like muscle and pressure to like get down into the grooves um and grind out i mean you're pulling out metal shavings because the carbide tip is so uh, strong but um i've done that on a lot of my wedges um yeah and i want to keep those going yeah i actually just picked up um uh, kind of something similar to that i'm not sure if it's okay. exactly a you know a, a grinder like that but it's it's definitely like uh it's either um like a kind of a hybrid like grinder and cleaner or something it's just but it's something that would probably shave some metal off if if enough muscle was put into it but um but yeah like i've had these clubs for a while um but right now i haven't really i haven't really focused on changing them because i'm i'm fine with it because there's a whole lot of other stuff i need to change just about my game like i said it's the indian <laughs> rather than the arrow for me um but then for putter i actually uh i have an odyssey um hot uh whatever white hot i think um, that does pretty fine for me. Um, I kind of I've been looking at putters, but I decided to just put a new um, grip. I just got a super stroke grip on on my putter, so um, hopefully maybe that kind of helps a little bit too with nice with my uh, stroke and everything. So which but, super stroke? Is uh, it two point oh, three slim. Um, I didn't want to get something like too fat because um, I'm I don't do like the claw or the or the, these other crazy kind of hand methods i just i have i have the normal kind of grip but i just i just needed a little bit more real estate to put my hands basically so yeah yeah no i love the super stroke grips yeah and so. i've i've got a little putting mat or whatever i've been using and i've 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 liked what i've had so far this uh this off season if you will if uh if you could try any driver right now like no questions like money wasn't a thing what uh what driver would you try i you know honestly like i like i said i've heard so many good things like i would want to try like the epic flash um and and quite frankly i was going to i was going to go to the um to the the golf show down here and this was basically right when the whole pandemic hit too right yeah. and i was hoping to maybe like try it out there um, and see how it felt and everything, but I ended up not going because I didn't really want to be around too many people, right? So, yeah. But that would be like that would be a hot one for me to want to try. Um, just because, like for me, um, well, I guess you did say no, no money, you know, or money didn't matter. Um, but quite frankly, just. I have heard a lot of good things about that, but I would probably want to. I would. I probably want to try like one of the newer ones too, right? The uh, obviously the Maverick, and then also whatever TaylorMade's new one is that um, the Sim Sam. Sim. Yeah, um, I would try those out, but yeah, like those would probably be a three. But I, I certainly would want to like really try out the Flash just because of what I've heard from it, and it's had more. Yeah. It's had more time to kind of gain those reviews as well right the other two are just you know just brand, brand new. new so we'll see over time yeah and like companies are always going to pump you know the marketing and the the social influencers you know to push the brand newest and latest and greatest so that's why it's like if things are still hot or coming off as popular a year later it means there's some you know to it that it's actually the club club standing on its own and I thought it was interesting, this flash. I mean, I hit it, and it, it does feel good. It has a good sound to it. 
but it was like I think it's the first club ever made with artificial intelligence with the uh, oh <laughs> fancy <laughs> yeah buzzword buzzword right throwing in there for you yeah right right in your world um <laughs> but the um with artificial intelligence so like behind the face is supposed to look like kind of a landscape or like it's not all you know uniform you know like whatever thickness of the face of the driver sure it's not uniform and it was built with ai based on i don't know studying simulations swings and contacts and blah blah so that's you know that's exciting it's got that going for it which is (laughs) which is nice (laughs) absolutely Uh uh-huh a little caddyshack a little caddyshack for, for those of you out there that partake so what do you think of I, I just saw a story uh, on this and and I'll tell it after I can ask you this question but what do you think of PXG I I think they're overpriced I hit them they're they're good they're just they're not 3x good yeah but you, you know? you've hit so you've hit them so I guess what yeah. what differences would you would you say that they like maybe should be higher priced like are they better or are they is is it just they should be just around the same price point as others yeah i mean it's kind of a status symbol it's kind of just i mean it did it had a great feel for it i didn't play them on the round on a round of golf i've hit them on the course somebody else had them and i I hit it on the course a shot or two but i haven't played a full round but i hit them i think out in san diego at a um like a custom high-end shop um got fitted kind of a little bit to them they grabbed me the right shaft and you know everything was fitted and then i hit them over at second swing in minneapolis which is a great store by the way um and yeah it just felt good but yeah it's just it doesn't you know go that much you know even incrementally further uh or straighter had a good feel to it but yeah i just didn't i think it's just you know, like anything in life, you know, there people are going to put out, you know, custom high-end bespoke or, or just nice stuff. And they're just, they're going to create the hype, the marketing behind it. And then people are going to pay it, you know, but I don't think they're that much. They're definitely not three X better than the Titleist and Mizunos and TaylorMades that are out there. Fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, so like, I mean, I I only ask that question because like, when you see when you see people with PXGs, I mean, first first thought is definitely right the money, obviously. Yeah, they're three grand or whatever. Yeah, three three times the normal price now. It's it's uh it's like that's a lot to spend on arrows, right? Yeah, especially because usually those types of people always have like the driver, the three wood, the iron set, the wedges, the putter, and it's like that's about six thousand dollars or something. Yeah, they're they're all like uh, they're all on brand. It's not a mixed bag. Yeah. You don't you don't go just a little PXG. You go full PXG. Yeah, because it's probably not your money you're spending at that point. <laughs> it's like thanks, Dad. <laughs> Somebody's paying. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy, but whatever the perception, you know, people people love their perceptions and the illusion of quality. I would say I want to say they're also like they're pretty they're pretty obvious to notice too, right? Just with the design. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's not like if you if you take a quick glance at someone's bag and you didn't really look closely, you could probably maybe not even guess like what clubs they're necessarily going for especially if they're like you know blades that look pretty similar between brands yeah because that person's also going to have a pxg bag and so you can tell (laughs) that too that they're going to be all in pxg they're probably wearing the pxg hat yeah uh probably the shirt i mean they just came from the outlet yeah they bought everything yeah they had they had money to spend. They had their uh, their they had their check from the government to spend, right? <laughs> exactly. 
Um, but yeah, they're totally recognizable because no other, none I haven't seen any other clubs with that many screws on the back of it. That uh, so yeah, you could spot it from ten, fifteen feet away at least. Um, uh, yeah, it's something different. Obviously, it was I was interested in hitting them. Um, yeah, I mean, it's always nice yeah. to try new things, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'll try anything twice. So. It's kind of my philosophy, especially with golf. I always want to at least, oh yeah, go to these, the conventions and stuff and um, try out, you know, even in simulators and on flight flight launch monitors, you know, see what the numbers are saying, what the clubs, you know, the, the feel and the sound are big for me. Um, kind of relates back to, relates back to confidence, right? Yep. Yeah, you got to like what you're looking down at. Of course, if the ball's going... 20 yards farther pretty much like anything <laughs> that's true but but um for the most part most of the high-end brands are all pretty similar so at that point it's just a lot of yeah what it looks like do you have kind do you have confidence when you look down at it that it's going to go where you want it to go yeah and for me like the club doesn't really make that difference <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, just, just throwing it out there. That, that's more towards uh, what you know. I'm trying to focus on lately for for my swing and, and things. I'm trying to change. It's it's been a it's been a year or so of of change for me. So I, PXGs dropping three grand on PXGs isn't going to help me. That's for sure. No, but dropping you know a grand or fifteen hundred on. I mean, I like, again, I'm just, I like hitting the new stuff, but usually I don't have a blank check either. So it's right. matter of, and we're not, uh, we're not YouTube stars or anything, you know, getting, not yet. Free, pro- getting free product from, <laughs> from anyone. So I'm trying to find those deals, you know, people that do, can't afford the new, the latest, newest, and then buy it as they upgrade, you know, so one year old stuff. Um, but the, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's always fun. I mean, the technology, I was going to say that, I mean, does advance every, you know, five to 10 years, you can make huge leaps and driver distance and iron quality. And like, I don't know, again, I don't know. How long do you say you've had your irons and stuff? Uh, I mean, I've had my clubs since, uh, I mean, it's got to be probably three or four years now, I would say. I was still living up in uh, Bayou, basically, yeah. when I had, when I got these yeah, so basically, the only things I've really yeah, the only things I've changed really are grips. Um, other than yeah. that, I've, everything else is the same. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Adams. I always thought Adams made some good clubs, especially like hybrids and I think some fairway woods. Kind of were yeah. ex- pretty exceptional or had good reputation. But the um, yeah, I've heard, never heard anything bad. I mean, it was a good company, just never quite. I mean, took off to the level of like you know whatever the big five. Um, but I mean. Yeah, might might be that time for you to yeah invest in your invest in yourself, Clay. That's I mean, but that's what I'm doing. I am like I. It's not like I haven't spent money on golf. It's just not on clubs. I've been the last year or so has basically been lessons. I'm basically overhauling my entire swing. Yep. So like that's where my money's going. Maybe after that, maybe some new clubs are in my future. There you go. I mean. Figure out your swing first, then find clubs to fit it. I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, after golfing for about 20 years, I have a whole lot of bad habits, so it's going to take a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, hard to break those overnight. So, But it's good that you're, you're – the first, first step to having a problem is admitting you have a problem. And, yeah. You know, going to some professionals. I was to, that, uh, that was last year, basically. And I was like, you know what? I just need to take some lessons. <laughs> yeah. Do you go to the same guy or do you, have you been trying different ones? So last year I did, um, I did golf tech last year. Yeah. And I got, there was a deal at the golf show. So I just signed up for that deal. And it was like a 10 lesson package. So I did that. And, um, made a lot of changes basically took my swing from outside in to inside out that was kind of the big thing um and then and then 
and then that kind of ended and I didn't really want to pay for that because it, it, golf tech is pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, it was nice seeing my swing on video and everything. Yeah. But, um, but after that kind of wears out, like I didn't feel like the 10 lessons. Um, considering it was the deal, it was like, I want to say like 800. Yeah. Um, so, so I didn't, and I didn't really want to kind of do that again, or I didn't feel like it was worth it. Um, because I felt like I was also plateauing a little bit and, and it wasn't, I wasn't getting as much out of lessons as, as I was hoping to. Um, and then this year I started with um, a new, I found a new pro, um, that's actually, it, it's actually closer to me. It's just more convenient. So that, that helped make that kind of decision too. Um, so, so, and he's a guy that also, um, well, heck I'll just, um, I can just name him, I guess, uh, Tim Grogan. Uh, he's, he actually was the head coach at Marquette for like 19 years. Okay. And, he played in the 96 GMO, Greater Milwaukee Open. Um, with Tiger? Yeah, with Tiger. And uh, and he currently owns a, uh, a kind of a simulation bar, um, like an actual bar, downtown Milwaukee, but has, <laughs> has golf, golf simulator. Bar. Yeah, it's a simulated bar. Simulated <laughs> virtual <laughs> drinks. <Yeah. laughs> it has uh, some golf simulators in there, so that's that's a pretty nice place to go, especially during the winter months. Um, so I started doing lessons with him basically just before this, once again, this pandemic kind of ruined everything. Um, but even like just the one or two lessons I had, like, I, I like, I made immediate changes that has, have made me swinging, um, in a way that I've never swung before. And in terms of like how good it felt, Oh yeah. like I've, I've flushed balls before, but I've never flushed one. And felt so effortless doing it and having the ball go in that distance that I expected to. Yeah. So like that makes that's made me really excited, like going into this year now, and then yeah. everything's kind of just <laughs> crumbled. So we'll see what happens, but <laughs> on to shite. But but right now, like it feels like my money's going to a good place, just not clubs. Yet. <laughs> yeah. No, that is good. I mean, that's definitely gonna be bigger improvement especially in the beginning or make a a big difference is getting someone to look at it and i do agree with going to like you know going to a pro for like whatever their package is a handful of lessons sometimes you can get a pro for like 100 or 200 bucks for five lessons um and then it's going to someone you know i mean golf tech i've I've actually had good experiences with golf tech most of those guys know what they're talking about yeah i've I've nothing against it. it just for me it was it was a combination of price, and then it was also inconvenient to to get out to where it was. Oh yeah, um, just because it's kind of outside the city, and it's just like I would have to go basically on weekends just because of the traffic, and so that cut into a lot of like time I could actually be on the course playing rather than just lessons. So that yep. that was kind of a big thing for me too. But other than that, like I said, I I had nothing really against Golf Tech or, or my instructor there. Um, it just was kind of like a more convenience change if if anything yeah no i like it sometimes you're gonna you just need to hear the same thing in a different way and different teachers will explain it so like something just resonates with you and it's like the same concept there right. the other one was talking about but you know sometimes you just need to hear it from different people so i'm all i'm all about trying out you know getting different people to look at your swing yeah for sure your swing my swing yeah everybody's swing everybody's swing what uh? What are you focusing on at the moment? Trying to get ready for this this season, if if this there season? is a season. <laughs> this yeah. whenever this season is. And when. <laughs> yeah, I mean my winters or whatever. Still like uh, just all about training, trying to. Do, I mean I can hit balls like you know thir- November December in the garage and and then March but you know January February, nobody's trying to be outside in this in this part of the country in this tundra. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, the training is always big. So I get a few months off to like, not, I mean, just working out a lot of golf resistance bands, a lot of yoga. Um, I was doing the speed sticks this this off season. They're kind of the weighted sticks. And then I I made my own and then found a really good deal on a used pair. Um, 
and so um yeah i was like to make my own i actually like i just used one of my old golf driver shafts and then like hockey taped like two or three golf balls at the bottom of it just so that you want it to be lighter than um your regular club so that your you can make your body move faster than it normally would to try to like increase your swing speed then when you go back to your driver and stuff but um yeah i mean and then as far as swing wise i'm just working on trying to be smooth i mean i just want to be smooth and make good contact um a lot of the mental stuff with you know not not trying to not play for what my score is but trying to like just hit good shots um you know pick the right shot and just but switching from not trying to play not to lose but you know trying to play to win and hit good shots that i know i can um, but always just being smoother and controlled and then you know obviously we're all searching for a little more distance off the tee so it's really taking that smoothness and just accelerating it um and then the other little always as always is the wedge control as soon as i can get back out to the course i'm going to start dropping cones and targets and trying to hit my 20 yards 30 40 50 all the way to 100 just the more you can get those dialed in you know start shaving strokes quickly yeah that's i mean that's a that's a big part that a lot of people i think overlook you know they're so focused on getting distance right at right and and those longer clubs to get to that like 100 yards or in and then like from there (laughs) it's such a struggle for a lot of people yeah right yeah exactly i mean well it's at all levels i've always seen that through all the different levels it's just the better players are the one that ones that can you know wedge it close get up and down a few a few extra times when they're not supposed to um but yeah it's because the balls and the the clubs and the shafts just get longer off everybody's longer off the tee so it's just a lot of wedges that people are having into these short courses courses can't extend and get bigger you know the tour courses maybe but like the courses we play you know clubs have gotten a lot longer in the last 20 years but uh the courses really haven't i mean the newer courses that they're building are but like a lot of these municipals that you and i play same distance so you you can definitely your shorter irons and wedges are kind of the money the money makers with making pots yeah yeah and I mean, I think it was, who was it, Um, way back when? I don't know if it was Bobby Jones or somebody else who suggested that putts should be not worth a full stroke. (laughs) I think that was Ben Hogan. Was it Ben Hogan? Oh, you're you're probably right. Because he hated putting. Well, and you look at those greens back then, though, too. You know, they're they're probably worse than the municipal greens that, you know, we we, uh, put on. Yeah, they're probably like like our fairways. Shade carpet, and you're putting on there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the nice courses maybe had some nice mowers. But, yeah, uh, I mean, we're. Yeah. I mean, you're talking way back when, though, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You look at footage; it definitely looks a lot slower than what they're playing on today. It's, even even back in like, um, you know, Arnie and Jack's days, like you look at old Masters footage, you're like, it's actually a pretty slow looking green they got there at Augusta. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nuts. Exactly. Yeah, compared to what it is nowadays, with like. It's the mowers and then just the way they can control that, uh, the moisture in the ground. Yeah. The va- the vacuums and the suction and everything that uh, is underneath the greens, they can just dry it out so quickly. Yeah, I think that was the biggest, uh, that was the biggest surprise for me when, when I played, um, when I played Century World after their renovation. Now, I don't think it was my first time playing. It was like my second, but I I had it. Um, I had a buddy come up to play with me, and it was his first time. But it had rained like just downpour all night, you know. And we had like a nine a.m. tea time or something like that. Yeah. And it was pouring rain all night, and uh, I think it, it even rained like during our tee shot on the first. It, it let up after that, but like. I expected the course to be pretty, you know, wet and soggy or whatever. And it it played like it hadn't rained at all. It was nuts. I mean, there was puddles in, like, the rough areas, but, like, the yeah. fairways and the greens, like, were... It's like it didn't even rain. It was nuts. It was, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, those nice courses, especially the ones that are being just recently renovated and stuff. I mean, they're all just... All their runoff areas, everything's designed to, like... Well, 
shift and move water away from you know the fairways and the greens yeah so that's a i mean that's a big thing that i think uh a lot of people overlook not only has the technology changed in terms of how long people can hit it but also like courses um are faster just in general just because of that you know underlying technology yeah well that's why those guys hit it so long you know that's why that's the real reason it is (laughs) that's you know we're we're landing on you know carpet and they're landing on like an airport concrete yeah just it just keeps (laughs) bouncing and bouncing and yeah that's why they all drive it farther than me yeah that's the only reason yep it's not it's not their 130 mile an hour swing speed (laughs) yeah and that's all just the shaft yeah those are those are 500 dollars shafts that's true that's how you get that swing speed their their shafts are their shafts are worth more than my entire bag of clubs right yeah it's crazy but they also get them for free (laughs) correct yeah that that's the nice thing when uh money's no object and then you know they're getting all this stuff fitted right to their specific swing so it would be i'm sure game changer that's what you should do yeah just get stuff yeah. for free <laughs> yeah start it's that easy folks just get stuff for free bands. yeah yeah it's all the equipment no i'm a big i'm a big proponent of uh you know working on practicing on your swing getting lessons i mean you got to dig it out of the dirt i mean there's no one that just has a good swing or a good game without you know years and years of work so there's no shortcuts yeah and then once you're at that level then you need the nice equipment right (laughs) or you need the the five putters something once once i get to your level nick i'll get five putters (laughs) (laughs) i might have one for sale for you oh i'm always i'm always buying and selling i guess yeah you gotta get you know gotta get a new putter right (laughs) (laughs) why you have one no well, I mean, I have a new grip. <laughs> it looks new. Yeah. The putter looks new. <laughs> no, even when, uh, exactly. Uh, even when my wife goes to the store and she's like, hey, do you need anything from the store? I'm like, um, do they have putters? <laughs> are, you, are you a blade? Are you a blade guy or like a mallet, two ball mix? What are you? What, what, what kind of mix I, of putters do you? I'm equal opportunity. Okay. Um, have you yeah, got, I mean, I have. Have you got tested for putter? Yeah. Or, and, yeah, I think. And I you were know. like, "Whatever, <laughs> I'll do." It. Yeah. I'll... yeah. <laughs> I mean, not in a tour van tested, but at a, a golf store, a little like ping analysis machine. Yeah. It was pretty cool, and like, I think I was taking it a little inside to inside square inside, but traditionally growing up, I had really tried to be a square 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 putter. Yeah. Um because on those short putts I felt like I did better with and then usually it's been a mallet but I definitely use blades um um yeah I mean try to switch it up I mean blades like Tiger Woods Newport blades and then then there's also like the heel total heel shafted blades um like Phil Mickelson used to use um sure I mean I'll use those in practice rounds but you know my gamers for for the money rounds are um yeah gonna be usually mallets usually usually face balanced but then i will take it inside just a little bit nowadays um just let it open come inside open up square it and then go back to uh, inside closed after so yeah i mean i'll have to take some pictures uh and send you or um yeah do some putter reviews maybe if we, uh, one of our podcasts can can review some putters or something we got we have plenty of topics to cover in future episodes yeah putters is just just added to that list <laughs> all right now on to the lightning round Ooh, lightning round <laughs> all right who wants to go first uh do we rochambeau or just do it. Just go. Just okay. go. This is for you. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I think all these, what I was intending was just one word answers. Okay. Unless, unless there's one of them, I'm asking for a two word answer, I think. Oh, yeah, mix, mixing it uh, up. A little bit. So we'll, we'll you're gonna, shoot. You're going to confuse um, me. I know. But I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you which one's the two word answer. Okay. That's the thing. So right. unless I say different, it's one word answers. Okay. We'll see if you can follow the rules. We'll walk, see. Walk, ride, or push? Push. Right. Titleist, TaylorMade, Ping, or Callaway? TaylorMade. Name of the course you'll play most this year. This is this is assuming that we we have a season. Okay. <laughs> assuming it starts today. Whatever. Okay. Um. Grant Park. That was two words, but that's the name of. The <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll let that one. Yeah, that works. Um. Twenty twenty Masters. Postponed. Making the golf cup bigger in golf. Foot golf. Favorite golf movie. Tin cup. Patrick Reed. Cheater. <laughs> oh, that's such the easy. That's the easy one. I just want to check. I want to see. It's just first thing that comes to my mind. You know. Yeah. One, one no, word answers. That's, that's lightning that's round. Correct. Um. Biggest rivalry in golf. Two names. Current current rivalry. Current current, current rivalry. Oh man. Ugh. I can't even think of it. <laughs> I can't even think of like an actual rivalry. Yeah, right. Because our perceived rivalry. Yeah, because so many so many guys are just friends with every like this like this age of the tour is just there's so yeah, many. But- if you okay, so whatever. If you could have two guys coming down eighteen on any hole okay. any, or any course, and who do you want to see battle it out to to win a tournament? Ricky and JT. Okay, I like it. Um, hottest female golfer. Lexi Thompson. Good answer. Um, flag in or flag out putting? That's a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) Flag out. Okay. I would have accepted in or out as a one word answer, but Uh, flag in. Well, we'll go, we'll let you do that. I think that was my 10. All right. I mean, for for me, like, I like having the flag out, but I yeah. usually keep it in because okay. I because I'm more about kind of pace of play. Yeah. But if I have the time, I just like to have it out and you hear that sound of the the ball kind of rattling in the hole. You know that you don't really get from the pin in. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. I'm definitely. I agree. I mean, I'm a traditionalist, but uh, I think I'm actually going to be going more to in this year and see how that goes. I mean, I like on the long putts, I like how it gives me a little bit more distance perspective, um, you know, even if it's just subconsciously. And then the short ones, I just, I mean, if the ball is cruising and, and it's the flag, it's not going to go in, but I don't think it would have gone in without the flag. I just, and on the short putts, it kind of like, instead of it, what I've been thinking of it as is, instead of aiming for the whole four inch cup i actually aim for the one inch pin yeah and so i aim for the middle of the cup so that's why it's been helping me even on the five footers sure yeah i mean it's all it's all kind of confidence type of thing right like what what looks better for you or what yeah what you feel is helping yeah always go do what feels good and do more of it build that confidence but yeah, I mean, like I said, like I for for the most part, I'm kind of keeping the pin in, unless you know, unless I have time or whatever. And yeah, if somebody's up by it, and you just say, hey, uh, give it a pull. Or if or if somebody pull else, there, buddy. or if I'm playing with others and and they just kind of pull the pin, then it's like okay. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like 
I'm fine just keeping it in. Yeah, it definitely helps pace the play. Yeah. Just little little things, you know. Yep. All right. Yeah, buddy. Lightning round for you. Did yep. were there any two? You didn't really say there were two word answers, and two I mean, word? you only had well, like the biggest rivalry was two names. Yeah, that I mean, that's because it wasn't like just an answer in two words. It's basically like just give two names. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, would, you, I think you did good. I think you said Ricky and JT. Ricky and JT. Well, they just had a an average not not a golfer might have said, you know, Ricky Fowler and JT Thompson. But <laughs> I, you what you went with two words, which is what I asked. You know. Well, they just had a. They just did a like um, like an Instagram thing not too long ago where they were playing each other lefty. I saw that. That was pretty nuts. They, they shoot as good lefty as I shoot normally, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah, the lefty challenge. And yeah. Then I saw, yeah, then social, and then so I thought I saw a couple other golfers giving it a go. It had some decent swings. Um, maybe it was – I thought the guy looked like um, – I mean, there was Ricky. I saw hit some lefty shots, and he was actually pretty good because I thought he shot like 91 or – 91 to JT's 105 or something like that. But uh, there was a guy I thought that was Brooks. Brooks, Brooks had yeah. a good lefty swing. He hit it like 290 or something like that. Lefty. Yeah. That's I mean, downhill. <laughs> downhill. Mon- juiced monitor. <laughs> <laughs> that, was at, that was at elevation. Yeah, he's right. Playing, he's playing a course in Aspen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's honestly one of my favorite things to do is to play lefty. Like, well, hitting at least on the range and in in my in my little hitting studio, um, it's really fun to like because I'm ambidextrous and I I grew up playing hockey lefty and baseball lefty, but then because of my dad playing righty golf and I would just use his cutoff clubs because then he was just I don't know he thought that finding lessons and equipment back in the 80s and 90s was going to be easier right-handed and cheaper, sure. so I, I learned golf righty, so I play righty. So I guess what you're saying is you need to uh, challenge those those tour pros, eh? I mean, two ninety three is pretty stout. Plus, I don't have. Well, that's really... a drive. That's not you know full lefty game. Yeah, I've shot in the eighties before lefty, but Jesus. it just depends. It just depends on which course. <laughs> yeah, you could you could beat me, lefty. Usually it's nineties, high nineties. Even uh-huh. if depends if I. I've been like practicing, but um, yeah, I just think it's fun to like try to balance out your body. body. Sure. Um, something different, but yeah, the lefty challenge. It's funny those guys are doing it, but but it also ultimately it comes in handy when you're at a when you get stuck by a tree. Yeah, that's and true. You, and you can just you turn your right-handed club upside down. You know, a wise man would say, "Don't get stuck by a tree." Yeah, well, not too many <laughs> wise men play golf. That's true. It's pretty. It's pretty insane game. Because <laughs> if you play, you're going to be under a tree at some point. I promise you. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's do this. Let's do this lightning round for you then. All right. So, Shoot. I don't have, I don't have a limit on the words, the amount of words. I don't have a limit okay. on the amount of words that you can use. I so just I all I ask is that. It's whatever that comes to mind first, right? Okay. So probably as short as you can in terms of yeah. answer, but, like, you don't have to do one word. Okay. All right. Okay. I like it. So first one, big three. On uh, Mount Rushmore? No. You're golfing big three. My Yeah, of course. Uh, that are three that are on the Mount Rushmore or currently? It's whatever you think. It's it's first the, uh, first three that come to mind, really. Yeah, I mean, on the Mount Rushmore, probably just Arnold, Jack, and Tiger. Three, three is three. Um, and then on the current Mount Rushmore, or the current three in the game, I think it's Brooks, Rory, and I do like JT. All right. He's my guy. He's fun to watch. Okay. 
Next one. Favorite major. Masters. Because it's always the start of the golf season. That's uh, that's a pretty good answer. I and like it's it. a phenomenal tournament. Yeah, I jealous. like it. <laughs> Still jealous I didn't get to go with you I know. down there last year when you visited. Yeah, so, that was a pretty special time. I'll, yeah. I'll have to share that whole story uh, in a future episode. but Correct. Yeah, I want to hear about it. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one is West Coast or East Coast? West Side. West Side? Yeah, I'm a West Coast kid. Okay. This is a this is a question that um, I heard another kind of I heard a YouTuber kind of ask around. I thought okay. it was a good question, and it goes along with your whole your favorite tournament answer, your Masters answer. If you had the choice of of being able to play Augusta National, but never being able that, to watch the Masters, that is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you choose. Playing Augusta National <laughs> once, you never would be able to watch the Masters again. Would you pick that? If I could play uh, in the in the actual Masters? In no, the, just Augusta National. No, just Sunday? just Augusta National, not in the tournament. If you could play Augusta National, oh yeah, I'll give up. I'll give up anything. No, the uh, within reason, and yeah, I guess I'm just not gonna have. To, I guess my weekends, the first weekend of April, just opened up for the rest of my life. Because, yeah. <laughs> I would do a lot to play that course. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. It's a yeah. pretty pretty special course. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not it's it's fun and all to play it on Tiger Woods fourteen like we were doing uh, yeah. uh, earlier. But the um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just wanna one, I wanna see it because that's most in reality that's what most of us uh normal folk uh, all we can aspire to do is just to see it. Um, go to the event with the Masters, but yeah, playing it would be pretty special. Yeah. All right. Next one. International course. So outside the U.S. Which would I want to play? Favorite <laughs> favorite course. This is lightning round. It's, it's up to you. It's okay. Whatever. Yeah, first sorry. one that I'm comes to, to mind. I'm trying to clarify your. Uh, question, no no clarifications. <laughs> uh, Kidnappers Cave Coast down in New Zealand is one I've had my eye on. Have you have you have you played outside this country? This isn't a lightning round question. This, no. I just I'm following up on this. <laughs> no, okay, have not. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be quite the trip to make though. Go yeah. down, go down to New Zealand. Otherwise, and play some courses. Yeah, you said one course. That's why the Kidnappers yeah. Cove or Cape or something has always had my my eye, um, just on the right on the cliffs. But um, my bucket list is doing an Ireland, sure. Ireland trip, Scottish trip. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's a yeah, it's the type of trip uh, a lot of golf golf nuts want to do at least once for sure. Correct. Yeah, because I, I don't even know how many. I couldn't even name that many courses outside the U.S. besides, you know, the ones that are played in the open. Right. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that was the point of the question. It was like, just what was what's the first kind of international course that you think of, right? Yeah. Whether whether it be one you'd want to play or one that's you know hosted the open a lot, you know. But being you know in the U.S. where there's just a crap ton of courses just in continental U.S. It's it's pretty, pretty yeah. interesting to kind of think outside. It's called Cape Kidnappers. Cape Kidnappers. You were Samsonite. You were way off. <laughs> so off. It was started with a K though. For Cape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Ruining this lightning round one. Nah, it's it's all right. It's, it's... <laughs> lightning rounds have no rules. Yeah. All right. So, next question. Bermuda, rye, or... San Francisco, Santa Mia. Yeah. 
No, bent grass would be another one. I know. I was leaving uh, the third one just open. Or it was like an other. Bent. I think I, I grew up on that. I like it. Um, but I do want to play more on Bermuda. I mean, obviously, there's, it's a different game. But if, I think I've mostly played on bent grass. Yeah. I think most, most courses up here are bent grass. Yeah. In this so, part of the country. In this here neck of the woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Derry. Don't you know? <laughs> All right. Next question. If you had to choose <laughs> between PXG irons or your current set for the rest of your life, what do you choose? I mean, you couldn't upgrade. Yeah. You couldn't upgrade anything. Like you couldn't. You wouldn't be able to change anything for the rest of your life. Otherwise, I'd have to keep my own set for the rest of my life. The one I have now. The one you have now, or PXG. I guess I'll step up to PXGs. Just the <laughs> MP59s. Or it's like a two hundred dollar set to like a three thousand dollar set. <laughs> so. I just gotta go with that one. Just All try right. something new. Yeah. Money. The money's talking to you. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Never really thought of it that way. Everyone has their price, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is PXG. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Similar question to what you had. TaylorMade, Callaway, Titleist, Ping. Okay. All right. But I love them all. Fair enough. For for for, for their own different reasons. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Arnie or Jack? Jack. Jack. You know what the the major winner? Yeah. The bear. He's won a lot. And I'm, I think my uh, my dad almost I almost was na- named Nicholas he get, when it was spelled that way, but then the uh, the compromise was it was spelled differently. So I'm I'm, I'm I am a Nicholas. I guess like so. Jack, like Jack Nicholas. That's yeah. that's the real reason you're you're decent at golf, right there. Yeah. It was. It's not the hours of practice you've put in, in playing it <laughs> of years. It's because you're named. named after a champion <laughs> only spelled differently <laughs> right alright last one last one of the lightning round I forgot it <laughs> <laughs> you were just shooting I was just shooting from the hip I was just shooting from the hip uh, we'll, we'll end at 9 we'll end at 9 I right. need another one It'll leave a teaser for the yeah. next episode. Yeah. You got to come back for number 10. Yep. Tune in. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> that clay. All right. Well, I'll save. Well, are we finishing up? Yep. I think, uh, I think it's time to wrap this one up. All right. Well, it was fun, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. And um, just think it was fun so hopefully we can do this again oh absolutely that's the plan same time next week huh? same same time next week same time same same bad channel yeah whatever they say in the biz whatever they say in the biz um yeah what do you got how are you gonna put a bow on this one so yeah uh fun I think fun first episode here. I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of golf season plays out here. Obviously, PGA Tour is suspended. Well, all the pro tours are kind of suspended for right now. Um, we'll see how how uh, the government decides to handle golf courses in the near future. But hopefully, hopefully, we'll get back out to playing 
sooner rather than later. Yeah, they can't hold us down forever. No. I mean, you can take away a lot of my things, but take away my golf. <laughs> we're going to have problems after, you know, we're all doing our part to, you know, for the greater good here. But absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait to get past all this. Yep. So let's let's uh, let's end it with a joke, eh? You got one for us? I do. So, yeah, what was it? Okay, it's been a while, but <laughs> I think I remember it. So this guy is uh, that I, I grew up with. He was he was playing. Uh, we were him and I were playing our, our one of our home courses, Twin Peaks. And he, uh, we get up to hole 16, and there's it's tree lined on the right. He bombs a big old slice up over the trees. Ball's gone. I mean, there's a highway over there, just trees, like, um, but the ball's gone. So we get done golfing. We head out to the uh, parking lot, and um, we're walking to our car. And there's a sheriff, a cop in the dry, in the parking lot. And he walks over to us. He's like, "Did you guys just get, just get done playing golf?" We said, "Yeah." He's like, were you on hole 16 about a half hour ago? We're like, yeah, that's about right. He's like, did you guys hit a ball over the trees on the right? And he said, yeah. I mean, how how did you know that? He's like, that ball you hit, you know, it went over there, and there's a highway. You guys can hear it, right? The ball went through somebody's that was driving um, southbound, and they went through their windshield. They lost control of the car, spun out, caused like a five-car pileup on the highway. There was, and then behind them, there was like an ambulance that was on its way going down the highway to try to get to like a fire that was, um, and an accident that was happening at another place. They couldn't get to the accident. That person ended up dying at the scene because the ambulance couldn't get there. And we were like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, that's awful. I can't believe that happened. He's, the cop's like, you're damn right I'm serious. All because of that stupid ball that hit, the ball that you hit. What the hell are you going to do about that? And we just sat there. I mean, my buddy, you know, he hit the ball, but he's just sitting there looking at me. He's like, I guess I should keep my left arm straight. I've been slicing it like crazy the last like three weeks and just got to get rid of that slice. So I don't hit it over those trees anymore. <laughs> that, was, that was quite the morbid joke. <laughs> <laughs> and that was about the cleanest. No, uh, there's a couple other good ones, but uh, yeah. So don't want anybody to get hurt. It wasn't true. Just remember, keep your arms straight. That saves lives. Yep. Left arm straight. <laughs> Don't slice it over <laughs> on the highway. On that note, thanks for listening. Nick the stick and keep it in play, Clay. <laughs> All day down the fairway, Clay. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> Peace, love, and birdies, everybody. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger Howard. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.